Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're telling the story of Kingdom Faith, Colin, because uh, you have been... You've had this ministry in your heart now since you were first ordained 45 years ago. And as we started the story yesterday, this all began for you when you were a vicar in Luton. And there you experienced this renewal, this revival in the church, which went on for many, many months. And uh, you felt prompted by God that he wanted you to travel the world and share this renewal with other places too. And uh, you said how you first went to Australia and New Zealand and what a tough time it was just being on the road for weeks at a time. Yes, I explained it was much more than renewal really. And for five and a half years, we had this continual revival taking place. And uh, at that time, the the world was on our doorstep really, just seeing what God was doing, people coming to... uh, really get fresh vision for their churches. Many leaders were coming, getting filled with the Spirit and uh, encountering God. And as I began to travel, it became very apparent that um, I personally could not meet all the demands, all the invitations that I was receiving. I could only really answer a fraction of them. Uh, And although there were major events that people wanted me to speak at personally. There were also a lot of other invitations which I didn't have time to respond to, but which I could send other people to, you know, individual congregations uh, that that had heard and wanted um, a move of the Spirit in their churches and so on. And so uh, we'd lived in community. We were living in a community with a small group since we left Luton. So we began looking for a large place where we could have a much more extensive community of people that were all committed to being involved in ministry to bring revival to God's church. Just to backpedal slightly, when you were going around the world sharing the experience that you had um, had in, in Luton, what what were you imparting to them? Because as you said uh, yesterday, you know, in Florida currently we have a, a large revival going on. People are flocking there. What is it that people flock to? The essential thing of revival actually is not miracles. That's why I don't believe a move like that is actually really revival. You see, you you would look at the ministry of Jesus and say there were plenty of miracles, but miracles was not the substance of his teaching. The miracles were the signs that validated his teaching. But he didn't teach much about miracles at all. He did them. Uh, and the church will never be revived through miracles. It's very interesting that Jesus cursed the cities where most of his miracles were performed, uh, Chorazan, Bethsaida, Capernaum. Because? Because they still did not believe that that um, miracles in and of themselves do not believe. And why do people go flocking to a place where there's lots of signs and wonders? Actually, because they don't believe that Christ is really in them and that they have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I mean, if they really believed that Christ lived in them, why do they have to go to Florida to meet with him? So when you went, They could meet yeah. with him right where they were. Yes. So when you went to Australia and New Zealand, what was the message you took? Uh, essentially, it was the gospel of love. It was all about God's love and the new, the new uh, covenant command that we're to love one another, that the world will only believe as Jesus prayed, when there is that unity among believers, the unity of love within congregations. 
Uh, as I said yesterday, this was the hallmark of that revival in Luton. The miracles were there in abundance. Every week we could read out a list of the miracles that had happened since the previous Sunday. But the great thing was the miracles were happening every day of the week, and they were happening through the people, not just through through meetings and a, and a pastor. We had 18 healing groups meeting every week for prayer uh, in that church. I mean, virtually the whole congregation was was involved in healing. But that was uh, almost a sideline. It was not the focus. The focus was Jesus. The focus was um, the the what it really means to be disciples because the commission that the church has been given is not to perform signs and wonders but to make disciples. Now, signs and wonders, miracles, healings are part of that, but they are only a part and actually a small part because it doesn't take long for God to perform a miracle, but it takes much longer to make a disciple. So uh, the whole emphasis was really on what it means to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ today and what it means for a church to really be the church. Back in those days, the latter 70s and early 80s, God was was restoring um, what we call body ministry, the ministry of the whole body to the church. So it was really showing everybody how they could be uh, right at the heart and center of God's activity. I, I think it's very sad, actually, that a lot of people are going over to Florida now and that the focus is on a place and on a particular person and, and so on, ministering, because it's almost a backward step uh, to what God has been doing, um, certainly from the early years of my ministry, in teaching every believer that God will use them uh, if we live as disciples and, and if we are sharing the word of truth with others, God will confirm that truth. And I mean, in our church, we have signs and wonders happening all the time. Um, wonderful miracles are happening. The children are healing their friends at school. And I mean, why? Why is there all this focus? Um, it, it just says to me, well, things must be pretty bad in a church for a pastor to want to go and see what's happening somewhere else. I mean, if we get hold of God, what we must do is get hold of God in our own nation, um, right where we are, because you can't import a move of God from anywhere else. And as I began to travel, this is what I was telling one pastor after another, because they were inviting me to their churches and to their cities and towns, because they wanted me to give them the secret. You know, they wanted a formula, give me something that is going to renew my church. That, that I knew was what they were saying. And everywhere I went, there would be pastors' meetings, not, not just leaders, but pastors, ministers, clergymen. Uh, uh, there would be 100, 120, 200, 300 at a single meeting. People were so interested and so concerned. But what I saw, you see, is they wanted a nice, neat formula. And people were saying to me, why, why was the revival happening in your church? Why was all that taking place in Luton? And I say, I don't really know. But what I do know is that I'd had three hours prayer before lunch every day. And I just saw people switch off. So no, I didn't I didn't come to hear that. I don't want to hear that. But you see, this is the thing. You cannot import from anywhere else the revival that needs to take place in your church. It's got to be what the Holy Spirit wants to do in you and among you as a people. So you formed a community here in the UK at the same time you were still traveling extensively abroad, I think for a number of years. Yes, we, we um, God provided a wonderful 
country house. It was a manor, really, a st- almost like a stately home, down in uh, in Sussex. There's a story behind that, I think. And there was a wonderful story. There's no time really to tell that, but um, uh, and it had absolutely everything there. I mean, it was it was like living in a stately home, and. Um, but it was a wonderful place. There was 28 acres of gardens and everything around there. It was a wonderful place to bring people to, to meet with God. And we had another revival there. I, um, I, I know we can't tell the full story, Colin, but it really was God's provision, that place. Oh, it, it was very much God's provision. And we had, uh, just as we had um, a, if you like, a revival where the emphasis was on love, when I started to travel, we had a revival where the emphasis was faith, um, which is why the slogan of, of, of Kingdom Faith is faith working through love. And then we had a most amazing revival of holiness. God really met with us in his holiness. It was the most amazing time. I, I, of all the times of things that I have experienced in God, there was nothing can compare with that time. Can we just talk a little bit more slowly about that? So there we were, you found yourself in Sussex in this beautiful place. You say it started with a community of love that moved into faith and then holiness. What was the process? Well, you see, you've got to keep seeking God for more and more and more. And this was the emphasis. This is why I say you can't import what God is going to do if you want revival. You have got, it's got to come out of the way in which you meet with God exactly where you are so that God can do the thing that is appropriate for your context, not what is appropriate for another context. Did it feel like a journey? You're always moving forward. You're always moving forward. God is always doing more. I mean, even now, um, uh, I've been ordained 45 years, but I'm expecting the years ahead to be even better than the years that are past. I'm constantly reaching out to God for more of God now. But yes, there was a. I was doing a lot of evangelistic missions, crusades in various parts of the country as well as overseas in that time, and um, uh, you know, God made it clear that He wanted us to take revival into all of these situations. And we had a time of of meeting with God. It's too long a story to go into the details, um, but um, God really, Jesus just turned up in His holiness one weekend. We were. From that time, um, for three years, we never needed to lay hands on anyone. And at the meetings, um, I would preach the gospel, and at the end, people would run forward. They, you wouldn't even need to have an altar call, an invitation. People would run for. They'd get saved, filled with the Spirit, healed, delivered, without anybody ministering to them. You were just watching God It at was work. just awesome. I was on my face, really, in the holy presence of God, literally on my face. Uh, on the platform, and I would just look up every now and again to see what God was doing. They were just awesome, awesome, awesome times. And sometimes we saw hundreds, even thousands of people being saved during uh, each of those campaigns. It was as if God had taken things out of our hands. And um, this, I believe, is genuine revival. When you read the books about revival, you know, people weren't ministering to one another. It was God sovereignly moving upon people and moving into the lives of people. And that's what I believe we need now in the church in this country. We need a time not where we can just have you know, an impartation from somebody else of some blessing that they have received, which will have a good but only a temporary uh, effect upon our lives. No, we need to get from God whatever we need that will have a long-lasting and fruitful effect. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 